This is a Capricorn FM podcast. My name is Lekani Nimburakashkwambana. If you have just joined, listen, you are right in time for a very empowering conversation. This segment is brought to you by Nedbank, encouraging new money habits through consumer financial education. See money differently. Ned Bank. Well, if you have just joined, that is exactly what we are getting into. We've been doing this for the past couple of weeks and we've been learning so much over the past couple of weeks. Today, though, we still continue and we are... Uh, about to understand credit. I know for a lot of us, you know, credit was that thorn that we've always had. Uh, but perhaps it's because we didn't quite understand it and know how to go about it and handle it and deal it. Um, so that is exactly what we're getting into today. And we're joined by a NetBank representative. His name is Gert Adams. Good morning, Gert. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Kakani, and good morning to our listeners. So today we talk about credit and this is something that many people have struggled with in South Africa. What is it? What is credit? Uh, Credit, Takani, is the ability of a customer to obtain goods or services before payment. And it's really based on on a trust Mm -hmm. that payment will be made in the future. So it's important to understand that when you take up credit, the credit provider is trusting you. They trust that you will repay whether it's a loan they give you, uh, short-term or long-term. Yeah. And uh, the payment usually goes with interest. Yeah. And uh, there is also a credit agreement in place, which is uh, the legal binding document of, of the agreement between the lender who is the credit provider as well as the borrower is the consumer. Mm. So this agreement really outlines the rules associated with the contract, including uh, the full details of the borrower and the lender, the amount as well as the repayment period and uh, the repayment amount. So this document is a very important document that needs to be read and understood by the lender. And often when it comes to to credit agreements, we, we, we don't usually read because you're so excited that, you know, you're purchasing this, this yeah. vehicle or you're purchasing this property. Uh, you're getting this loan to do uh, something that you want to do with it. And you just want to get hold of that car or get hold of that money or, you know, get yeah. into the property. And we hardly read these documents. Mm. And then often we find uh, consumers having disputes. And this dispute usually goes around uh, the interest charge, uh, repayment period, or uh, repayment amount. Uh, that I was not told. I was not told, but it's important to know that the document that you are given, yeah. the person who is signing you up needs to explain to you, especially the important points. Uh, before you sign, make sure you read it. You can ask to take it home if you need more time to read it or give it to a legal representative to, to guide you or someone that that uh, you want to uh, you want to assist you in terms of understanding before you sign. So these yeah. are important documents uh, that need to be taken seriously uh, to avoid a lot of disputes we see uh, based on credit. Uh, so, so why is it important for us to reach out to a responsible lender when we are in need of credit? When partnering with a responsible lender, yeah. Chakani, the question there is uh, why is it important to partner with a responsible lender? Mm. Uh, it's important to make sure that uh, 
the client who's taking up the loan or the credit facility mm. can afford it. So there are affordability um, uh, uh, practices are formed to see whether the person does is able to afford the credit facility over the period that you will be given the facility. Because mm. if that is not done, um, in most cases, actually considered reckless lending if a client is given credit and they haven't been the affordability assessment done. So it means that you're giving someone credit and they, you're not sure whether they're going to repay you. Yeah. So that's why it's important to go to responsible or rather to partner with responsible lenders. And then this also encourages clients to become more responsible um, when it comes to borrowing as well. Yeah. So, so and, uh, okay. I was just saying that the, uh, this is the best way uh, to keep this is to be more diligent in managing your expenses mm. and also not be tempted in taking up too much credit because you don't want to find yourself uh, being frustrated as to how are you going to repay it after yeah. a few months of taking it up. Sure. So, so what are the different types of credit or the loans that are available? Uh, different types of, of, of credit and loans we look at uh, long-term credit, which is usually uh, a home loan mm-hmm. or a bond. And uh, we also look at uh, other medium to long-term, which is more of a vehicle finance. Okay. So home loan and bond is a structured finance to assess in where a customer wants to purchase a property. Yeah. And uh, this is structured in such a way that you will be able to also pay up a deposit if you can pay up a deposit. Uh, it's always encouraged that when you do take up um, this type of loan, whether it's a vehicle loan or, or a home loan bond, always try to put a deposit. Reason, it will assist you to receive um, a much competitive interest rate and yeah. it will also lower the under the purchase amount when you do pay a deposit. Okay. We also have personal loans. Uh, as well as credit cards, uh, we all know also about the clothing stores that are also considered as part of credit. However, it is not a need to have all of these types of credit, especially when it comes to clothing store cards. Yeah. In most cases, we tend to pay it this month and use it next month, pay it this month and use it next month, which sometimes becomes a challenge. Yeah. Because you find that we keep extending what we call or getting extensions of what they call buying power. Mm. And uh, usually it happens so fast that uh, you're not sure if you are able to afford it because once you start having 10,000 buying power in the clothing store, you see the clothes you like, or it's towards Christmas and uh, you need to buy children, uh, Christmas clothes and all of that. We often get tempted to, to overuse it if we don't plan Mm. Uh, when it comes to credit. So planning is also important uh, when it comes to that type of credit. So so uh, one thing that we have learned this far is that not all credit is bad. And, and I think this is where we're getting into when we talk of credit scores. Why is it important to manage your credit score? Um, important to manage your credit score. A higher credit score means that a responsible l- uh, lender sees a lower risk uh, in the customer, okay. so you're more likely to be approved for credit. So often um, we get excited when we hear that you are approved, 
uh, you sometimes you become unhappy, especially when you hear that you are declined. Yeah. So it's important to understand that the highest score, uh, this is because a high score indicates that you have a history of managing uh, your credit sensibly yeah. in that you are making repayments on time as per agreement and uh, you are actually paying the agreed amount. And in some cases, other people pay more and settle credit before they reach the agreement uh, date uh, for the credit to be settled. On the opposite side, Kekani, a poor credit score can keep you from buying uh, or from receiving credit, especially from buying a home or financing your education yeah. or even getting a job. Mm. Because it shows that um, the lenders cannot trust you. Yeah. And uh, it means there's a trust issue there which affects the individual's uh, personal integrity. So it's important to understand that credit can even lead to that. Uh, uh, it's important to make sure that you keep your credit in check. You cannot run away from credit mm. because we have credit bureaus that keeps record of every uh, credit that individuals uh, or consumers take up. And whenever you apply for credit, Mm. The credit provider usually performs what they call a credit check with the credit bureau, and they are able to see that Mr. So and so or Ms. So and so has got so much credit and they haven't been paying, they've been skipping. As a result, they've got a lower score. Or Mr. So and so, Mr. So and so has got so much credit and they've been paying, so they've got a higher score because they service their credit well. So, so it's important to understand that when it comes to credit. So, and then what are the advantages of using credit? Sakani, uh, credit allows you to buy something that you cannot afford now and uh, you plan to pay for it later. It also helps you build a credit history, mm-hmm. uh, meaning based on trust. Um, in the past, you would hear people say, I'm unable to get credit because I don't have credit. So usually it's because they don't have a, what they call a trade reference mm. in finance language to see that if you are coming to me to ask for credit, I yeah. go and look at the history to see that, do you have the knowledge and the ability to service credit? Yeah. So then you look and see, okay, you've been having this type of credit, you've paid it up, it means that you will be able to service my credit. So it's, uh, so, so it's important uh, point that I look at. Uh, credit can also be used uh, in cases of emergency. Yeah. And when used responsibly, it can even help you in, enhance your life, you know, transforming uh negative sentiments that exist about credit because often uh, not all uh, we think that uh, all credit is dead and not mm. necessarily because people sometimes use it to expand their businesses people use it uh, to go to school people use it to to, to, to purchase uh, uh, their home, their dream home uh, the important part is to make sure that you take up credit that you will be able to service Absolutely. We are still joined on the line by Nedbank representative Gert Adams and we're still talking about understanding credit. Uh, it's been a, a very informative chat. We continue to understand also the disadvantages of using it. Gert is joining us on the line yet again. Welcome back, Gert. Thank you, Tadani. So we were talking about the advantages of of using credit. So let's let's now start with the disadvantages. Disadvantages, Tadani, um, it's important to understand that credit is not free. Mm. It costs money to get money. Yeah. So there's service uh, fees and, and uh, initiation charges uh, linked to it. Um, 
and credit may also lead to um, overspending or reckless spending. Yeah. So it's important to take planned credit because if you don't take planned credit, you will then end up using it for what you didn't intend to use it for. Yeah. Uh, it may also lead to over indebtedness if not uh, used uh, as planned or properly and legal action as well as blacklisting. Uh, it can also lead to that. So it's important to understand that these are some of the disadvantages that credit needs to be taken uh, with a plan. Yeah. So, so when interest rates are low, how important is it, you know, to be responsible with credit? Um, while lower interest rates offer short-term assistance by reducing um, loan repayments, mm. cheaper credit can also be uh, risky uh, and tempting. Yeah, it can be highly tempting. So it's important to to understand that when interest are low, and uh, sometimes you. Go places and they just tell you you're qualifying, you receive calls, and you know you qualify for this school, you qualify for this amount, um, and often it becomes such an easy way to take up this credit, mm. and uh, you find that uh, you are unable to afford it in the long run because you've taken up so much, and they even even a plan to make sure that when you use the money, it will be helping you with, with future sustainability. Yeah. So it's important to understand that. Sure. So, so what is now the cost of credit? Cost of credit, again, we look at the uh, interest rate. Um, you, you are charged an amount, uh, a certain percentage based on the amount that you are taking up. Mm. Um, we look at initiation fees, service fees, um, default administration charges, collection fees. Uh, as well as credit insurance, as well as uh, other legal costs involved, especially when it comes to purchasing a property or transfer and registration costs. Um, and, and, and credit insurance is quite an important point yeah. uh, because it's important to make sure that you have credit insurance so that you are protected in the event that you are unable to pay the credit uh, due to maybe uh, ill health or, or disability or unable to perform your duties where you usually earn an income mm. uh, or in terms of, 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 of retrenchment, uh, especially during, you know, during the bad COVID times that we've just had yeah. where, where we had people being retrenched and salaries cut because of other businesses not doing well. Uh, so it's important to understand what type of credit insurance will suit the credit that you are taking up. Sure. So that you don't find that you're unable to pay yeah. and... Uh, the credit providers will still come up to you because they want their money. But when mm. you have credit insurance, you'll be able to have uh, a peace of mind. Sure. Now, now, before I do let you go, what sound advice would you have for our listeners about credit management? Uh, when it comes to credit, it's important to try and use credit only for huge or big purchases, mm. uh, like a house or a vehicle. Um, financial service providers have an important role in guiding and advising clients about credit, you know, as, as more people see how credit can change their lives uh, for the better uh, when, when used correctly and when planned correctly around it. Sure. 
Now, should anyone want any general inquiry about maintaining their financial health or consumer financial literacy and education programs, uh, which NetBank rolls out, where can they? Where can our listeners go for all of that information? Uh, you can learn more about financial health and planning for financial future on NetBank's Money Edge. Okay. Uh, there's Money Edge to Zero Zero. Uh, there are courses there which contain multiple modules packed with great insights uh, for coming. Mm. Um, also, um, encouraging our listeners to send in their questions or queries uh, to the following email uh, G E R T. Thank you so, so much, Gert, for yet another morning. We absolutely appreciate your input. Thank you, and thanks There you have it, man. Um, we're understanding our credit, and I hope that uh, the understanding of that credit means we'll make better decisions. Consumer financial education is all about focusing on the ability to transfer knowledge and skills to, to consumers and potential consumers for individual well-beings and public good. The program is aimed, this program is particularly aimed at empowering us as the consumers with the knowledge to enable us to make better and more informed decisions when it comes to our finances, our lifestyle and our small business ventures. And throughout this program, we want to influence and drive a change, uh, a change in behavior towards money and help all the people, uh, you know, relate with money a little bit better. This segment was brought to you by NetBank. Let's continue to change our money habits as we prepare for for a new way of living. See money differently. Nedbank. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.